Hi friends. Today's reading was really what I needed to hear. In a moment when I felt so discouraged, it was just so encouraging. The story of the women going to the empty tomb is the whole reason we celebrate. Jesus is not dead. He is alive. And we can rejoice simply for that fact alone. And today I want to talk to you about the verses in 2 Corinthians. What a needed reminder during this global pandemic of suffering. Praise be to God, our comfort in all our sufferings. What can I say more that than these verses say, except to tell you a little bit about my experience of suffering. I know that there are plenty of people that suffer more than I do, so I'm not here for sympathy, but to give you why, I now have a better picture of how when we suffer, it changes how we walk in fellowship with others who suffer. For about a year, I've had some type of inflammatory response to who knows what, and as I've experienced suffering and try to seek answers, I have felt the separation and isolation that chronic pain causes many. And my parents don't know exactly what to say. And my husband, ever the optimist, can really get on my nerves when he tries to tell me that everything is going to be all right. I want to believe him. Really, I do. But when I lay in bed in pain with no end in sight, I have a hard time keeping a hold of the promise of healing. Not to throw my husband under the bus, because he is truly a long-suffering, loving, and patient partner who holds on to hope when I can't do it myself. So enough about my suffering. My real point is that as I was willing to be transparent about my suffering, while there were those that didn't know what to say, I found that there were women, mostly women since I lead a women's Bible study and also hang out with other moms. There were women who opened up to me about their suffering in a way that they never had before I began to deal with it myself. One woman who had always seemed so distant to me in the past and never answered my text and phone calls or only did with the briefest answers all of a sudden was opening up to me about all the physical, emotional, and spiritual suffering her disease had caused her, and how her relationship with her husband had deepened and her children had become so empathetic, and her faith had grown because she was learning to let go of control. Older women and others who've been struggling for years with chronic pain in an attempt to help and encourage me told me their stories and prayed for me, and they continue to pray for me now. And as I continue to be able to understand the personal effects of chronic pain, I know more how to engage in conversations to others who suffer as well. So often, these women have learned to suffer in silence because on the outside, they look fine, happy, even healthy. And they have suffered so long that they no longer bother to explain why they can't do things that others do. Why going to a friend's house at the last minute is difficult because of the uncertainty of if they will be in pain or because they they don't they know that if they let if they don't get their household in order while they're feeling a little better, it will cause an even bigger disruption. And how the constant guilt of not being able to parent their children the way they would like always nags at them. But you see, these women have learned that as God has comforted them in their trouble, they can comfort others. I am so blessed that these women have learned to lean on the promise of God and were willing to open up to me and encourage me and be the example that this suffering creates patient endurance. I am definitely not patient, and I am definitely not a great example of how to suffer well in Christ. But maybe, as I follow them as they follow Jesus, I will begin to understand the full meaning of verse 5, which says, For just as we share abundantly in the sufferings of Christ, so also our comfort abounds through Christ. As the whole world suffers, and we feel as though it will never end, we who put our faith in Christ crucified can cling to the truth in Mark 6, 6, 16.6. You are looking for Jesus the Nazarene, who was crucified. He is risen. Because Christ is risen, and no matter what our present or future hold, Jesus has conquered the grave. He is not dead. He is risen. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort. Let's pray. Father, thank you that even our suffering has purpose. Grow our patient endurance as we seek to know you more. Amen.